you're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome. Join our regular team and maybe a few special guests as they give you the lowdown on movies, TV shows, games, or just whatever they want to talk about. It's the best of geek from week to week, live on Twitch and direct in your ears via the podcast. Boys, where have you been? We're just running errands. That's it? Look, we're really sorry, Splinter. Some of the guys wanted to get pizza and I tried to talk them out of it. Leo! You ratted us out. Hey, don't use that word that way. I mean, it's 2023. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, if we weren't monsters that were shunned by society and we could do what we wanted, ah! what would you guys do? Go to high school. Maybe get a girlfriend. Can you imagine that? Not likely. This is insane. Turtle, mutant, karate teens. I want to know everything about you. Our dad is definitely not a giant rat. That makes me feel like he's a rat. Police are baffled by the recent crime wave led by a super fly. Nobody's ever seen his face. Why? Because he kills everyone who does. No, not cool. A bit cool. Can I kick it? We take out Superfly, and then everyone will think we're cool. They'll accept us. Can I kick it? He's making a deal tonight under the Brooklyn Bridge. Can I kick, 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 What the? Y'all some little tortoises, huh? I can't believe there are other mutants. You want to roll with us? Humans are never going to like us. So we're going to let the mutants rule the earth. People's they got to go. Okay, um, sort of a twist. We can't stop him. We gotta try. Six in the morning, police at my door. Can I shake it? Go, 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 My son, Michelangelo, you have heart. Donatello, you have wisdom. Raphael, you have bravery. And Leonardo, honor. Enough talk! I dream about fighting every night! You've got a rage oh, problem, right? Snap. It's not a problem! Can I shake it? Can I shake it? Can I shake it? California! The question is, Jill, can you kick it? Yes, I can. <laughs> Amazing! Welcome to the periodic table of awesome. I'm getting comfortable in my seat, I'm getting all set. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hello. Quinny, i got to say, when I was about four, I had that T-shirt. <laughs> Probably not that exact one. I was going to say, not I this had... one, because I got this at Kmart like a couple I of years ago. Ninja Turtle it is specifically I aged to look like one from when you were four. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm proud of it. I love it. I wear it with great, great love. Um, so... Uh, when now I suddenly feel old. Yeah, you were four, and the Ninja Turtles came. Was that when they came out, or uh, you tell me what? When did the Ninja Turtles first come out? That's a real good question. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was about nineteen eighty nine. Um, okay, then I was probably five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> when did that first um, live action movie come out? Oh, 1990. That was. Uh, the... I remember being a small child watching that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I, I, I have to. So the be... cartoon was definitely before that. So yeah, I'd say. Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry. My around. apologies. The original comic came out in 1984. 
That's um, a good year. Fucking earth, it's a good year. It was a good year. <laughs> yeah, we, we are back and, and loving that. Um, because 1984, the best year of them all. Um, yeah, so they're exactly then, 39 yeah, I think years the cartoon old, probably you? came out a couple of years later. Uh, mm. I'm just looking yeah. it up. So four, okay. four probably tracks then, if I was wearing a Turtles t shirt. Yeah, in 1987, um, they started licensing the toys, and then, yeah. Uh, the... I think I definitely remember having toys too. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. so many toys. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and, and now everybody in the chat is just like, I was old. Oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah. Old. Yeah. We're showing our age. <laughs> yeah. I remember going and watching the uh, the live action movie in the cinema. Um, it was wow. It was the biggest thing. And there was so much furor around it at the time because. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, um it's it's so funny now where you look mm. at what you know the Ninja Turtles sit in um, society as it were. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, they were like. Also, remember this is the time where people were like, "Oh, The Simpsons is terrible for children. And it shouldn't <laughs> be on TV at yep. a time where children can watch it." <laughs> so in in the UK, uh, they weren't even called Ninja Turtles. They were, oh. nope. They were called the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Yes. Isn't there somewhere else that just has like a completely different name for them? Um, uh, quite possibly. I'm really yeah. not sure. But like, yeah, th th it was this whole thing that ninjas were considered to be bad and the fact that they would beat people up to solve their problems was was not good. Oh, I mean, we had the same bullshit when the Harry Potter books came out. You couldn't call it the Philosopher's Stone. It was yeah, the Sorcerer's Stone and all sorts of bullshit. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, I was talking to my partner about it the other day and I was, like, trying to say how exciting that first film was um, because, like, it, it made fucking squillions of dollars because it was made on a budget of fuck all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was it was all done with Jim Henson um, puppet masks and stuff like that. Yeah, and they were awesome. It, 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 is, it still stands up. I still think it's a fucking great film. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I got like, a mate that made his own version of that suit. That'd be old Trenchy, yeah? Yeah. I have seen it's, his suit. He's and so it's good. animatronic and everything, like the mouth Holy moves, shit. the eyes move, yeah. I didn't know the, oh, okay, that's yeah. even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I Very wanted cool. to be a Ninja Turtle so bad. Which so one? Bad. Um, Which one? <laughs> I, I think probably Mikey. Um, yep. Because Mikey was the fun one who, yes. <laughs> I mean, is that basic bitch? Uh, possibly. Probably, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm older. I've 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 mellowed a little. Um, mm. I've started to recognise the the benefits of, of Donatello, um, oh, yeah. and uh, I still think that uh, Leonardo is a snitching motherfucker who. You know... <laughs> He's a goody two shoes. Yeah, 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 um, and. <laughs> I always remember that, that 1990 film, one of the songs from it had weird lyrics about um, Raph being the leader. Oh. Okay. It's it's one of these weird things that <laughs> um, I can't even remember what song it is, but they're like, yeah, yeah, Raphael is the leader of something, something, and you're like, what? No, he isn't. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. I digress. Um yeah. Tell me about your favourite Ninja Turtle. Who's your favourite now? I am with you, Quinny. I still love Michelangelo. He's the best. 
yeah. cowabunga dudes and yeah. like oh, again vivid memories of being a four-year-old running around screaming cowabunga dudes <laughs> yeah <sighs> sure i had the t-shirt where they're like eating the pizza on it like everybody knows I remember I definitely had the big poster <laughs> that I got from Kmart, like one of those block-mounted posters oh, wow. of, of the original Eastman and Laird artwork um, mm. that was coloured and everything like that, and it was the coolest fucking thing, and I kept that shit for so many years until <laughs> the wood had started to, like, buckle from all of the water that it absorbed over the years. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah, I was I was pretty passionate about this stuff. <laughs> So did you watch any of the cartoons in the intervening years? Because this is like when we're talking back in the 80s, whatever. Have, yes. What else have you checked Yes, in I on? have watched some of them. There was one that I tried to watch, but it was too high energy for me. So I think it was aimed at a younger audience. I couldn't okay. get on board with that one. Uh, but the one where Greg Sipes does Michelangelo, I like that one. That one was fucking great. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just realised this. We're talking about a kids like thing, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. Um, possibly getting a little too involved. I don't think we the... have any children in the in the stream tonight. Oh, no, Tari is quite young, but you know. Oh, no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> she, next time she sees me, she's going to slap me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, that one. When did that start? I can't remember, but I love that one. Because yeah. that one sort of did this. Oh, good, she's laughing. That's thank Christ for that. <laughs> um, that one did that really good mix of like it was CGI, but it was still really stylized and like visually super colorful. And um, yeah, but also you could tell the people that made it really loved the turtles what? and loved pop culture as a whole. So there were so many references and jokes throughout that series that I was like, huh? <laughs> like, my, I think my favourite, and this is going down a rabbit hole, and we will get to the movie we're talking about, I swear. Um, the, at one point they're in the head of the Statue of Liberty. Um, yes. Like, the, I think there are monsters that have invaded or something like that, and they're in the head of the Statue of Liberty and scrawled on the wall is something about Venkman burn in hell. And, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, you That's just referenced Ghostbusters right. 2. Fucking so impressive. Wow. <laughs> and I love that. I love the idea that, you know, these these uh, turtles, you know, exist in that kind of Walt Newton universe where everything can happen. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us, I mean, okay, I do have to ask. Sure. Did you watch those live action films from a couple of years ago? Oh, you know what? It was funny. I was thinking the other day, I was like, there's no bad turtle stuff. And then I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> I forgot about the Michael Bay films. I honestly really just blocked them out of my brain. Mm -hmm. um, I, I did watch both of them. Um, I didn't despise them. Yeah. They were yeah, fine. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. They were fine. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I, like, I really didn't like the first one. Okay. Um, that was the, did they both have Megan Fox in it? She um, was April. 
So, yeah, I thought yeah. she was in both of them. And then our mate Stephen Amell was Casey Jones in the second one. Mm. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He, it just, like, I could see what they were doing, and I was like, yeah, no, no. They were fine. They were okay. They were, like, the first one I really didn't like. I thought it was okay. just kind of, ugh. I don't even remember them that well. The second, the <laughs> second one at least had uh, like some more of the kind of cartoony elements. So you had Bebop and Rocksteady and sure. um, and the Krang and stuff like that. I was like, oh yeah, that's more fun. That's kind yeah. of what I enjoy. So here we are, twenty twenty three, yeah. and we're talking about Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. Um, which came out in August in the rest of the world and here. Last Eventually. Week. Yeah. When When's it a, 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 a fucking children's holiday? Yeah, school holidays? Yeah, right. Oh, Release right. the children's film. Sure. Yeah. Always annoys <laughs> me. Um, now, I, I, I realised that I didn't have any music for oh. the synopsis. Okay. Um, so um, if uh, everybody in the chat could just start uh, typing in the lyrics. That's all we need. <laughs> and I'm sure that I'll remember to add the music into the podcast version later. After years. Oh, hang on. Which, what, what, what accent should it have been? Oh, no, you definitely have to go Cali Michelangelo. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I think that's where you were headed. Yeah, it's, it's exactly where I was headed, and then I realised, <laughs> oh, no. There we go. <laughs> go, ninja, go, ninja, go. <laughs> Whoa! After years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate. But they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. Cowabunga, dudes! Gnarly! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the... Greg, Greg Sipes always had a really weird one that I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> it wasn't Cowabunga, it was another, like, really oh. weird... Yeah. Um, He's one for catchphrases i quite like his voice acting <laughs> i love his voice acting i just uh, and and i the first few times i met him i was like oh what a lovely dude the more i see yeah, him yeah. on the internet the more i'm like you are just heading towards being a cult leader he you is know, well, just... probably a fun cult yeah well <laughs> he's, yeah, he's yeah. a fun guy <laughs> there's a lot of uh worshiping dog um <laughs> Like he loves dog uh, yeah, and calls every woman mama. Yeah, oh, hi mama, let's do it. Yeah. Oh my god, like, oh, yes, his great. Beast Boy voice. I like I fucking love oh. Teen Titans Go as well. He's so uh, like the the Teen Titans voice of of Beast Boy is just fucking delightful. Yeah, and he wonderful. does songs as that. Anyway, this is not the, the Greg side of appreciation. <laughs> We're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Um, yes. Tell me, Jill, tell me things that you liked or did not like about this movie. I really enjoyed it. It's been a while since I've uh, engaged with Turtle stuff, and i got to say I was not disappointed. I really loved the art style of the animation. I thought oh. it had this great 
painterly kind of sketchy feel to it, but also felt 3D and very real in some moments. Oh, uh, I thought all of the cast were fantastic, uh, especially actually hiring children to voice teenagers. <laughs> like, so good. I was Who so knew? excited to hear voices that sounded like actual teenagers. Yeah. And, and then when I saw some of the behind the scenes, I'm like, oh, shit, they're actual teenagers. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I was really astonished that the storyline worked the way it did. Um, it's, again, because, like, it's a new piece of media, we have to do the whole intro again. But yeah. they, they didn't, uh, I guess, hang on that for too long before introducing April and then a whole cast of every single other mutant that this comic has ever produced yeah. as the antithesis to what the turtles are trying to accomplish. And it didn't feel crowded. It didn't feel overworked. Um, the story kind of flowed. It didn't feel too long either. I thought it was impressively successful. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, absolutely. It, it did so much heavy lifting Um but did it in a really smart way. Um, <clears throat> I was reading somewhere yeah. that, it, like, initially the the first scripts that they worked on were very heavy and, and had, like, Shredder and all sorts of stuff in it. And, okay. yeah, like, almost, like, got to the point where they were in, like, essentially where the film ends off, it mm. happened about halfway through the film. And oh, you're like, wow. Okay. Mm. And then, yeah, they they realized no, we're just trying to do too much. Like, yeah, I'm glad they left Shredder out of it. Like, I've I've enjoyed Shredder storylines in the past with Turtles. Uh, it gets into like deep lore territory and all that kind of stuff, especially like the Splinter Shredder relationship. I just enjoyed that this was a fun movie. Might have been targeted for kids, but it was very easy to enjoy. Absolutely. And I think it's interesting when you like saying that it's targeted at kids because whilst it is, there are some choices in there that I was like, I'm I'm not entirely sure that that's, I mean, it's clearly not just aimed at kids. Mm. Like, you know. Oh, no, it's definitely for long-term fans as well. And, and people who are, you know, our age, like the music choices. I fucking love the soundtrack. Oh, so good, yes. So fucking good. Like banger after banger after banger. But yeah, they were quite fun. 90s bangers. Yeah. That was the thing that kind of got me. I was like, I like musically, I feel like they don't give a shit about the kids that are watching. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 this music is for you guys. Yeah, but it also kind of had a nice remix on it, so it didn't sound dated either. Yeah. Yeah. It had a modern, modern twist to it. Yeah, there's a little part of me that half expected them to try and, you know, have a go at doing the um, the, the theme song from the, <laughs> the TV show or whatever, which, okay, my, my favourite piece of weird Turtles lore, mm. um, do you, actually, you probably do know who wrote the theme song um, because I put it into a quiz once. Oh. <laughs> um, I... The guy oh. Who... <laughs> I was very hungover when we did that quiz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that whole I'm remembering quiz. the quiz now. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah, you remember the quiz, quiz, not the answer though. <laughs> no, not the answers. <laughs> <clears throat> so the person who wrote the theme song is Chuck Lorre. 
the guy who oh, made, okay. like, Two and a Half Men and all of that other that, weird Oh, shit. I do remember this now. Useless information that you yeah. have but filed jingle, away under a, was a, hung over at the time. Yeah, a TV jingle writer. Are those yeah. theme tunes? Write the theme tunes. <laughs> write the theme the tunes, sing the theme tunes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Big Bang Theory, that guy. Oh, yeah. Dear. Yep, he wrote the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song and has probably been making money <laughs> off it ever since. Mega um, So I, I wrote a whole bunch of notes down because I went and watched this in, in the cinema and I was like, oh, shit, this is so pretty. And yeah. then I uh, happened to be watching it at home because, of course, here in Australia, it's available if you have a torrent, uh, not torrent, a VPN, sorry. <laughs> I to say the word, Quinny. Those two. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I was watching it on my home screen, and I actually think it looked better on my home screen oh, than really? it did at the cinema, which is not something I ever thought I was going to say. Wow. Um, something about the 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 really high dynamic stuff of of an, an mm. LED screen, as opposed to the kind of washed outness of the cinema. I was like, normally I love cinema. Normally, yeah. totally love it. But this one, I was watching some of it and just going, oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> <clears throat> like everything that I loved about um, Across the Spider-Verse, that, you know, the different art styles and everything. Yeah, those kind of vibes. Yeah, massively so. All of these these sort of, um, yeah, the kind of feeling of, of sketchiness and yeah. half-finished artwork, but yeah. at the same time. It's not um, not derivative at all, though. No, no, I no, it definitely holds its own as a separate thing. It's not trying to copy anything else, I don't think. No, definitely not. No. Like, the closest thing I could probably kind of compare it to would probably be Mitchell's versus the machines. Um, yeah, yep, like, but even that is a lot cleaner. This has got this really like scribbled in the margins kind of feel yeah. to it, which, oh. I mean, yeah, for somebody who cool. is just all about the visuals and art style and everything, I was just frothing. <laughs> a phrase that I suddenly feel weird for having used. <laughs> there are some really weird parts about it too that I was okay. I, like, no, good, good parts, but good weird. Like, oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. The choice to use live action film. Um, oh, I liked that. It yeah. was so weird. T totally weird. Like, you know, yeah. they're, they're in the first, what, 10 minutes of the film, they're like yeah. going and watching a movie. And that movie is, <clears throat> sorry, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. And they're just using the actual footage from the film. It's not been animated. It's no. Nothing's been done to it. No. And it's just like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cool. I really liked it. I that. really love that. And then later on, you know, there's more of that as, as we find out how they learnt their, their ninjutsu. <laughs> oh, my God, there's videos. <laughs> that was very clever. Was, I, um, yeah. Uh, sorry, what was I going to say? The We were going somewhere with the, the live action chucked in there. Oh, I loved all of the, the references to stuff in our world, that, like, yeah. they're placing themselves in our reality somehow. Very much so. Referencing like, a lot of like Marvel stuff and current things, like Leonardo's doing a Batman voice and they call him out on it and that kind of stuff. Like, so referential to now. 
Yeah, and you know, people are looking at them going, I'm not sure, are they Shreks? Are they like little Shrek? <laughs> or... And and the one that I really like was the constant referencing to the end game and Mark Ruffalo's <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. Super cine literate, but shit. also pop culturally literate. Yes. And and there are some surprises with the characters too that I was like you know, you kind of you, you come to know the characters, but I think it's always a, an interesting question as to what they're going to do with Mikey. Like yeah. everybody else, kind of has their their obvious role as to what they're going to do. Donnie's going to be the tech guy who's a bit of a nerd. Raph's going to have anger problems. <laughs> Leo's going to be Cyclops from the X Men. Um, <laughs> Mayonnaise white bread sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry and, to all the Leo fans, but I, <laughs> I know too many Leonardo fans. And I, I know. Yeah. I, look, I love Leo, and when I was a kid, I thought Leo was the greatest because he was—he had the swords and he was blue, and therefore it was just a, me, <laughs> me being basic bitch white bread. Um, but Mikey's always interesting because it's like, okay, what Ooh. kind of thing are they going to do with him? Is he going to be a? a comedy jokey character or is he going to be yeah. a surfer dude or what they didn't lean very heavily into all of the typical michelangelo isms of mm. past turtles and i think it was an interesting choice did i miss that yes i did yeah uh it was kind of interesting voice cast choice that he wasn't the most distinct voice out of the four in terms of mm. personality uh, that was very much Donatello this time around. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but I didn't hate it. I mean, the the actors are all great, and uh, the things that they gave Michelangelo to do were were fine. Yeah. I just don't feel like he stood out. No, and and I'm not entirely sure that wannabe theater kid is a strong enough character thing for a character like Mikey. <laughs> like, I'm I'm down for it. I'm all for it because, hi, hello, wannabe theatre kid. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, that's a, that's a weird choice. Mikey wanting, like, Mikey's ultimate goal, do improv. Yeah, but also, like, kind of felt a bit background compared to the others. Yeah. They didn't really give Raph a lot of time either. I feel like it was very Leo and Donatello heavy, mostly because Donnie had, like, a very distinctive voice and therefore was, like, much more present in a scene and then Leonardo because he's the leader and it was very much through his perspective a lot of this was happening. Yeah, and also he has the whole kind of romance angle. So, like, yeah. in a way, I almost would have expected to go um, with another character for the romance concept mm -hmm. because, you know, Leo's usually got his whole leader thing. Yeah. And and you can give it – you could give the romance thing to – Mikey or whoever, and that would give him a little bit more to do in scenes. Yeah, like in in the two thousand and eight animated series, like the the romance one was Donnie, and yeah, you know, I think that worked. Mm. Yeah, what I did find surprising was how emotional it got. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm fully fully invested in the, like within the first 10 minutes they're they're walking back from having watched ferris bueller and they're all like sad and dejected and i'm like 
I'm invested in these characters. <laughs> God damn it. I was quite invested in the storyline of them wanting to go to high school. I thought that was very cute. Yeah. And I'm like, and why didn't we get the turtles in school ever before? Like, this is fantastic. Yeah. And I think that's a bold choice because, you know, up until now it's always been, you know, that they, they will always be hidden from the world or anything. But this was like, huh, okay. What happens <laughs> if they can just be out and proud? Yeah. Yeah, I, I really dug that. I was really excited by it. Now, tell me, what did you think of Splinter? <laughs> I thought Jackie Chan was great. <laughs> it wasn't really Splinter, it was just Jackie Chan. It was, Jackie Chan. <laughs> it was totally Jackie Chan yeah. as an animated rat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, he was great. I thought he was really cute. Um, not like normal traditional Splinters that are very strict and all about the the martial arts this guy was like a little bit more fun he was more of a dad definitely more of a dad than a master mm. um i i quite liked that alternative version for splinter which i think is funny to to kind of use the jackie chan sort of oomph to say yeah. okay martial artist you know one of the greatest martial artists alive and mm. let's have him not be that big a martial artist <laughs> Let's have him be the the, the comedy dad. Yeah, um, I mean, he's still got the moves, but uh, I I liked that the perspective for the story was very much these are teenagers, they're 100% leaning into the teen aspect, and Splinter is their dad. So it's a yeah. family thing. Yeah, and I actually <laughs> I love the choices too as to how we see Splinter throughout the years as well. <laughs> like that you get the... <laughs> Splinter. The explanation that he was, yeah, thanks, Green. I was about to say the same thing, that he was an older rat, therefore when he mutated he was an old man. <laughs> I, I love the fact... turtles, so therefore you are babies and you grow up. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love that he's like, it, 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 the, the, te the, lyric, the lyrics, the, the, the script <laughs> at that point seemed like it was actually being really pointed and saying, <laughs> so I was an older rat and now yeah. I'm an older person. It's not yeah. that hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, just say? get your head around it, okay? Get your head around right. it. Get on board with it because that's just how it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the cute little baby turtles. Oh. oh, the turtles as babies are always cute. I remember those manky-looking things in the live-action one. <laughs> they were so hideous, but they were cute. I, the little Mikey one going, pizza, pizza. <laughs> So I, I'm like, yeah, I have one within reach up there, just off screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's funny because I look up there and I have the four turtles from the, the 1990 film um, in, in like big old fucking 18-inch format. And I'm like, oh, nice. fuck, I love that film. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that this time you could see very distinct differences in the character designs as well, like yeah. even, even as babies. Yeah. Um, that I yeah I think they're leaning into that in more recent cartoon adaptions because mm. uh, the original cartoon was very much strictly like the comic where they all had the same silhouette, but yep. in more recent ones they're making Raph a much more bulkier turtle, and uh, yeah they more have distinct shapes now. Yeah, and I, that's one of the things I really like that that this Raph appears to have been a kind of chunky kid. 
Yes, he like, was cute. <laughs> he was like this cute little chunky, chunky little baby. Dude. Yeah. And and then when you see him as as a teenager, like he's he's trimmed out, but you can still see that he's a different body shape to the others. Yeah. Um yeah. and you know, Leo's, you know, traditional kind of hero proportions. <laughs> but the others, it's it's funny, like I think it, in this sense, like this Mikey is the one that's the goofy looking one. Like his head's mm -hmm. too wide and, you know. Yeah, and he's a little short. And, he's quite cute, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I really, but I think really... we need to see visual distinctions as well because we see that in real life. So. Absolutely. We need to reflect that. Yeah. And, I mean, for, for, for however long it's just been what colour is what. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or what letter is on the belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because. Well, the 80s toys, they were all just the same toy with... Yeah, that made you know, it easier, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's really not going too hard on the old design. <laughs> Four different heads where the teeth went, ah, or ah, Yes, or, ah. that's true. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I like the design work of the, um, the evil mutants as well. Like some of those guys were really distinctive and I say evil mutants, but you know, the other, <laughs> yeah. um, like Bebop and Rocksteady are so distinct. Like their silhouettes are so totally un inhuman yeah. that, yeah, I, I just really got on board with the, the, the visual artistic style of it. So, they yeah. were quite a motley crew of mutants. <laughs> <laughs> Including shout out to Australia's own Leatherhead. Oh yes, Rose Byrne. Holy hell! I mean, I guess if Seth Rogen is going to produce something, he's going to get his Aussie best mate Rose Byrne to come and do the voice. I didn't realize that they were buddies. Yeah, they've done a lot of films together and TV shows. Ah, okay, right. Well, that then makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah, <laughs> but also the Aussie colloquialisms were quite fun. I mean. There's a part of me that, as a as a purist, is like, why the fuck would a gator be <laughs> Australian? <laughs> I mean, if it was a croc, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. probably where the confusion comes in. Yeah, and I mean, what do you call what do you call? Um, uh, oh shit, I forgot the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. If I remember it, it'll. We'll, we'll come back to that one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, so one thing I did love, I loved Splinter in the '90s or the early 2000s or whenever it was, where he's rocking Jerry curls. What the fuck? Oh, I know. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's a, that's a choice. That's a bold yeah, move. Yeah. For one thing, it's not even an Asian hairstyle. No. <laughs> no. It was just like. I'm pretty sure rats oh, don't have hair either. <laughs> no, so at some point, like it's it's sort of the fine mix of Jerry Curl and Mullet, um, <laughs> and I'm I'm concerned by it, but at the same time, I totally dug it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. D okay, did you have any concerns or problems with it at all? No. Oh, well, that's no. that's good. I mean. I think the only thing was like the the background villainy of like the scientist and right. the uh, trying to get the mutants and the ooze and all that kind of stuff, like the experimenting on them kind of thing. 
I think that might have just lost me a little bit in the storyline. I think, I mean, it was there because, like, how else do you explain the uh, antagonism that's happening? But um, also it just felt like it might have been a little bit too much going on. Right. Like we could have perhaps streamlined a little bit because you've got the TCRI stuff and the, the Superfly stuff. Um, yeah yeah it's like let's focus on one thing possibly but then if you didn't have them operating in the background then the ending might not have made sense with what they want to do if they get a second one off the ground so yeah well and i think there's there's no question about that like um that it's already been confirmed it's got a spin-off uh game set in the same timeline universe (laughs) And a TV series, like an animated TV series following on from this one, and Mm -hmm. a sequel film. So it's we have no shortage of turtles. No. Oh, I Um, remember my joke. I remembered my joke. Oh, (laughs) yeah. What do you call an alligator in a vest? I don't know. An investigator. Terrible. Is it worth the wait? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Um, yeah. It's almost as bad as Ninja Rap showing up in there. <laughs> um, so, uh, to anyone who didn't ever see the sequel to the 1990 movie, um, <laughs> uh, full respect to uh, what's his real name? Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Um, Rob something. <laughs> I don't know. The chat's going to tell us who Vanilla Ice's real name is. Um, Do you want to out the ice? (laughs) Well, look, he he became quite famous after this and had a TV show about flipping houses. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and and that was under his name, Rob. (laughs) Whatever it is. is. (laughs) But I I was like, there you go, Robert Matthew Van Winkle. The most unwrapped name ever. I can see why he went with vanilla ice. Yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> Although we had another ice in this film, we had iced tea, and I respect anyone that can quote their own lyrics in a script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of that. Um, also, uh, shout out to uh, I'm, I'm going to have to sing it. Rafale. <laughs> Like some of these characters, I didn't even know existed to be honest. Yeah. Oh man. Like you, if you go looking, there is the because they were you know such a huge thing about selling toys. There right. are so many fucking weird mutants <laughs> that were released throughout the course of the eighties into the nineties. And yeah, Rayfley is definitely one of the weirder ones, but there are many, many others. I did like that they made the bat, uh, the bat uh, voiced by uh, Natasia Dimitriou from What We Do in the Shadows because <laughs> she turns into a bat. <laughs> He's a bat. Did she even <laughs> announce at some point, bat? <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked that. That would have been amazing. It would but, have been amazing. Yeah. Also, uh, a lot of love for Paul Rudd. As Mondo <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> so fucking weird. Very funny. Um. Okay, look. I the only 
thing that I thought is that I there are a couple of times I was like, I feel like this could have gone like there are a couple of times where I thought the pacing was a little weird. Okay. Um, like the choices of music I really enjoyed, but occasionally there are times where I thought that the music was almost too casual for what was happening. Mm. Um, and so I didn't necessarily get that real level of manic excitement that perhaps I expect or expected from a, a Ninja Turtles thing. Um, like this, like the fight sequences are really cool, but it did. My favorite was when they were like hitting up the four gangsters and they just had that one long panning shot. It just reminded me of like the old seventies cartoons where you just had that, uh, that running scene that just went on forever and ever <laughs> where they just like repeated the background over and over and over uh-huh. again. That, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Well, you're going to like really the, clever, the clip. Really clever moments. Yeah. And and like the, the way that they switched between characters while fighting and stuff like that, I was like, yeah, there was some, some really clever, beautiful stuff. There were just a few times where I was like, this isn't as frenetic as perhaps I was mm. expecting. But also, at the same time, maybe that's good. (laughs) You know, maybe I've been overdone on too much fucking frenetic bullshit. (laughs) That just wasn't their vibe for this one. Yeah, they were going for something a little bit more chilled, a little bit more. Yeah, I think the storyboarding was very clever, though. I liked uh, Uh, a lot of the way the scenes were shot. Yeah, very cool. Mm. And the movement between scenes and stuff like that, like the very, very, like, they used the visual style to move through this, the story, which, yeah, yeah I fucking love. Mm. Right. Well, I reckon you should give me a rating out of 100. Ooh, ooh, goodness. Yeah, I know, right? Ah, it's tough. I and liked everybody it. Everybody in the chat dropped me a rating too. I was a little distracted. I was also tired. So I've got to factor that in with my score right, and okay. like, help miracle, it up like doing a little the ups bit. and the downs. <laughs> take it up a little bit i think i'm gonna give it like an 85 okay nice yeah i thought the the voice acting was great i mean i love um ado abiri who is in the bear and she's got a film coming out i don't know if we're going to see it in australia called bottoms but she's fantastic i like seeing a lot of stuff from her right now she's got a very distinct kind of personality in the way that she acts and so yeah 85 i i thought it was a strong movie Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're dropping some numbers in the uh, in the chat. Thank you, Casper. Thank you, Karina. Um, I'm with you. I might go. Uh, see, see, Bran has just dropped in with what I was going to give it, which is <laughs> eighty nine. Um, I actually no, fuck it. I'm going to give it ninety because I I really enjoyed the style. I love love all of the the visual stuff. I'm such a a tart for visual. <laughs> I am like as soon as you give me animation that does something different yeah. with its its visual language, I'm all over it. And so that's yeah, there's a lot nice. of that here. <laughs> um, yeah, look, okay, we if if there are any other ratings, drop them in the chat. But thank you. I know there's a few people who've been dropping them in. We're going to go and have a look at a clip, and a few people have uh, said, "Oh, you know, what about this bit or that bit?" Yeah, that bit. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> and we'll be back with uh, some spoilery business in just a second. I'm just going to turn off that and then 
we go do that. That's uh, a lot of guys. They look really mean. What the heck are those things? I think it's those guys who work in Times Square. You know, the mascots? Yeah, the Gecko Geckos. They look more like little Shreks to me. This is fine. You know, we've prepared our whole lives for this. I've never actually been in a fight before, and I don't know if you noticed, but all I've got is a big stick. How did I end up with a big Maybe stick? Maybe we defuse this sensual laughter. You're not funny enough for that, dude. Stop talk! I dream about fighting every night. You've got a rage oh, problem, right? It's not a problem! <laughs> I'm gonna be sick. We're not after a great start, guys. <gasps> Maybe they'll see the humanity and our tragic backstory. Murder the yeah. Shrek! Hey, what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> right. So. I don't know. Spoilers are hard. What spoilers do you want to talk about? I don't really know. Um, hmm. Like, I mean, I guess spoiler alert—they tease Shredder at the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. It's not really like that's a particularly huge shock. No. <laughs> um, I guess. I mean, the the, the spoiler of, of of anything is is a, that the they become revealed to the world. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's nice. Makes a nice change. Yeah, I feel like it's a very uh, progressive in terms of like uh, for the demographic now of like being inclusive. Mm. Uh, I think uh, it was like because they 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 start off the whole thing of like oh no we live in the sewers because people don't accept us i tried it once before and it it wasn't successful uh so we have to just avoid people but um yeah the other part of the storyline of trying to become acceptable to humans so that they can live in the real world was like part of the goal and i'm glad that that happened it was really cute to see them go to school and like i know what, right what clothes they choose to wear to go to school <laughs> i'm like how do you get it over the shell <laughs> well yes uh, and, and and also the other question that that is it's not a spoiler but i need to know how do they milk the turtles <laughs> hey, my biggest question milk. was like how are they laying in the bed and not like rocking from side to side? <laughs> like <laughs> they're on their back. Like, does their bed just have a big divot in it where the shell fits, and then the rest of them's like on the mattress? Like, yeah, I think that that must be. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was kind of like the, the the constant references to being milked. I was like, <laughs> yeah, was <quite laughs> there's some weird bizarre. shit going on here. <laughs> and then when they then were milked, happened. I know. I was like, oh no, they're, they're being milked. <laughs> But the, the thing that got me about that is like wherever the, the, the turtles don't have nipples, but where, like, the the ooze was just coming out of somewhere. <laughs> we don't know where. Maybe it's like a liposuction thing. They just suck it through the skin. <laughs> I sincerely hope so, because otherwise there was something happening behind that contraption that we, we mm. don't want to know. Mm. Um, I thought it was a nice. Uh, change to have all of the the bad mutants um, be kind of uh, switch sides because, yeah. like, we've you know I don't think we've ever seen Bebop and Rocksteady 
as anything other than you know henchmen mm. and that was that was nice to see them kind of shift across and the other characters you kind of yeah, you could always imagine were probably gonna you know be good guys or at least nice but it was nice to see them actually shift as well um trying to think what else Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah it it was just one of those things it was like okay i mean okay what happens to superfly at the end is oh okay interesting i mean yeah some weird amalgamated chimera mutant yeah, with one leg made entirely of horses. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hang on. If he went into the water and, like, collected all of this stuff to become a mutant, where did the horses come from? I was so I confused. think it's some point he fell into the zoo. Um, oh, but... I might have looked away at that bit. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he falls into the zoo and that's where some of the other animals came from. Okay, but... that makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. Still very well, weird. Horses and... in a zoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> shit zoo. Oh no, that's a different breed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. The thing that I, I liked about that, there there were lots of cinematic references throughout. Um, you know, you know, occasionally they'd reference a different filmmaker or whatever. And the at one point where Splinter is transforming from the baby rat to being like a full-size rat person, they do it all in no, shadow. He's an adult rat. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> He's not that hard. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, where he's transforming, I was like, "Oh wow, we're doing a little bit of Evil Dead there, or ba- mm. maybe um, like the uh, where American Werewolf in Paris, um, or American Werewolf in London, probably more likely." Um, but I love that Superfly. If you want to get all cinematic, was doing his whole Brundlefly thing, just in kind of reverse, where the fly is putting on more and more stuff and turning into more of a fly. Yes. 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 So good. So good. Um, and I also, yeah, somebody referenced the the idea that it's, you know, America, New York is coming together to. Um, yeah. The character of up. New York is always a good one because you can rely on them to be absolutely stinking horrible people. But when it matters, they all come together because it's their city. Yeah, and if you fight one of us, you fight all of us. Yeah, yeah exactly. The collective I mean, New York. Yeah, like, like that was what the first Spider-Man, um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that ends exactly the same thing, where like um, the Green Goblin is about to kill him, and then New York saves yeah. him. Yes, <laughs> the collective New York City. Yes. Yeah. God bless him. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, I honestly don't think there's a huge amount that we could spoil in here. Um, I think, like, it's worth seeing in a cinema. Um, it's visually so cool. Is it still playing? Is yes. It- <laughs> yes, okay. it only opened this week. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and here's my usual fucking shout-out to Paramount and everybody. If you don't want to lose money to piracy... I don't know, maybe release of the movie before it comes out on streaming in America. Yeah. Just as a as a suggestion. Mm. Because it's a big bad world and the moment that somebody can get a, a 4K rip from the internet, <laughs> they will do that. 
Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and I'm now going to probably go and watch some more of it because watching <laughs> it on the big screen at home, I'm like, oh, this is so fucking pretty. Uh, and good music. So much good music. Yeah. Well, Jilly, you are not well, I know. <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are doing the absolute best that you can, and you have been a trooper. But we are going to leave it there. So, my Ooh. beautiful people, what are we doing next week? We are talking uh, Our Flag Means Death. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited. So, it will be a review on Season 1 because Season 2 will be starting in October. So, it's going to be a little refresher. And if you haven't seen it, we'll tell you why you should watch it. Yeah, which um, I got to tell you, I got some catching up to do. Oh no! Okay, I've watched precisely two episodes of season one, so I've oh, got a little no. bit of yeah, got me got some quite catching a bit up. Of home to do. Oh well, you know, lucky they're only half hour episodes, so they're yeah. they're a fun little binge. I was actually uh, watching this afternoon just to get a catch up and a refresher on it. So nice. yeah. Quite easy. I'm sure it's only 10 episodes, so that's like five hours. Yeah, it's it's easy. easy. It's not like I'm easy. you know working on the weekend or anything. <laughs> um, so oh yes, if you are in Sydney um and you happen to be somewhere near the dome out at uh, Sydney Olympic Park, I say unto thee, please come and say hello. Uh, because I'm gonna be on the big stage at Oz Comic Con. Yes, come exciting. and enjoy the show, it's always a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Got some amazing guests. We have the armorer from Mandalorian is going to yes. be there. We um, have the body actor of one of the Mandalorians, uh, John Favreau's character. Yeah, I, and I've been sitting here for a, a multiple days trying to remember the name of that character. And, <laughs> and it's really some really nerd annoying. in the chat will tell us. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who was John Favreau's character? The one from the Clone Wars as well. You know, tell me uh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, Paz, Paz Vizsla. Vizsla! Of course. That's it. Oh, my God. I've been trying <sighs> to work it out. Um, there's also a, an anime voice actor that's going to be there, and he actually played uh, Skinny Steve Rogers in the Rogers the Musical. Oh, really? Yes. Really? I have found this out, so I need to go and meet this fellow. Well, that's <laughs> going to be fucking fantastic because I'm, I'm pretty sure I have to do an interview You have his panel? Wonderful. I do Here's the thing, I've yeah. pretty much got everybody's panel because oh, right. yes, I'm on the main stage. stage for the whole weekend <laughs> and I don't get much of a break apart from when the cosplay's on. Oh dear. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> going to be a good time. Uh, I'm going to be yeah. uh, do, like drugging myself up to the eyeballs so that, you know, mm. all, of, all of my uh, bad uh, joints and everything don't destroy me. Um, At least you get to be great. down the whole time. Uh, I, it's a sitting for me. I, I <laughs> you don't have to get out in the crowds like you used to. You could just no, sit thank there the whole Christ time. for that. Actually, that. That is one thing that is going to be a, a really interesting time because we've got um, some challenges around what we can talk about now. Ooh. Oh, yeah. in terms of the SAG after striking and stuff. Absolutely. I see. Um, yeah, there are a lot of yeah. rules now around uh, what of their work they're allowed to talk about, what they uh, will. <clears throat> want to talk about and what items have been struck and so it's going to be an interesting one asking them uh or at least managing the audience questions as well so yeah yeah well i'll be uh hosting the skip competition because we skip comp on saturday voice pending of course and mm. i am judging the championships of cosplay on sunday and i'm so excited 
Oh, so, so excited. I'm very excited yeah. to see you up there yeah. doing your thing. Um, and do, do we know people who are competing uh, here in Sydney? You mean like the Sydney competitors? Yeah. Or... Do you know anyone who's competing? Uh, I don't know who's entering the Sydney round, to be honest. Nice. Uh, I'm going to out of touch with some of the newer cosplayers. Um, Tara is saying that friends... Andrew is competing. I'm not sure yeah, whether that's Andy Cam. Andy Cam. Yeah, Andy Camper. He's from Melbourne. <laughs> oh, right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And Georgia's competing from WA. Oh, and, nice. And uh, they just crowned uh, somebody, the Brisbane champ, who's coming down. I can't remember their cosplay name, but amazing-looking costume. So, oh. yeah. Apparently, we've got nine entries, which is like the maximum is ten, and we have Oof. nine entries for Sydney, so it's going to be tough. Tough That's... competition. That's going to be a tough one. So if you yeah. have got, you know, time this weekend, head on out to Oz Comic Con and check it out because it's going to be a real good time. Yeah. Super excited. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, because we're using StreamYard, I have no capacity <laughs> in any way, shape, or form to go and raid anyone else. So oh, if yeah. you can, go and give somebody else you love. Go and, go and watch some more Twitch. <laughs> But until next week, I will say thank you and good night. Bye. No dickity, no doubt. Play on, play on. Play on, play at. Yo, drink, drop the verse. Sit down, good luck. Baby, got a hook on your time. Strictly, bitch, don't play around. Go much crowd. Got game by the Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table podcast. If you have comments, feedback, questions, or suggestions, email info at the periodic table of awesome.com. From our website, you can find our Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook links, as well as ways to donate to the show if you're feeling generous. And of course, you can join in the show live on Tuesday and Friday nights on our Twitch channel. Until next time, stay awesome! Stay awesome.